And now, enjoy this free JZO Modcast show. Hey there, this is Ralph Garman, and you are listening to the World of Mythbits. You made an excellent choice. G'day from SA. This is Tim here with Nen. Hi. And Boo. Hi. As special guests for episode 203 of the World of Mythbits. So, this episode, uh, we are a little bit under the weather, um, getting ready for Christmas. We'll see how long the, the voice lasts. Uh, bit snotty. Uh, hope that all the listeners out there are well. Uh, getting, uh, we're, we're still getting ready for Christmas, but by the time... Yeah, I can see the cat playing around with the washing. Yeah. <laughs> so, by the time this goes to air, um, A... The December edition of uh, 2022, the World of Myth magazine will be out, which I'm super duper excited about. Uh, fingers crossed, all goes well, um, that uh, Mr. David K. Montoya isn't working too hard, uh, has the time to do that magic coding stuff. There's not too many gremlins in the system, um, ghosts in the machine, the, uh, everything goes well, everything goes to plan. Um, yep, so that'll be out, uh, and also we'll, uh, basically be, um, Christmasing. We'll, um, yeah, it'll be, Christmas will be done and dusted, and we'll be, uh, sort of marching our way on to New Year's Eve and the, um, yeah, 2023, and I, for one, basically think we should just draw a line under 2022 now, (laughs) And move on to 2023. Um, hopefully, it'll be a, a better year with any luck, but uh, but we'll just have to wait and see. Um, I think not liking this new normal. New normal is not fun normal. I think bring back old normal. But what's old normal? That's that's not going to happen. No, old normal is normal normal, but that's that's not going to happen. Uh, I mean, as a as a writer. Um, you have the opportunity to to write, uh, imagine what what life would be like if we could go back to what things were were like before, but unfortunately the uh, the reality of things is that if we are going to go back to the old normal, it's going to be many 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 years away, if we even get there at all. So just quickly, uh, before we uh, as we steer away from the doom and gloom and uh, and we kick off episode 203 of the world of myth bits the series episode um gotta do some housekeeping yeah gotta do the housekeeping okay so under the housekeeping so looking up searching for housekeeping um where are you david k montoya haha so here we go so housekeeping Dark Myth Publications, this is from Dave. Dark Myth Publications has released Jim Bates' Alien of Orchard Lake this week. So that's super exciting. Congratulations to you, Jim. Uh, an incredible writer, an amazing poet, um, brilliant storyteller. Um, yeah, the, um, 
good on you, Jim. Uh, and great that Dark Myth Publications can uh, can help you to release yet a uh, another amazing story. Um, yeah, well done, well done. Uh, a uh, a great Christmas gift, I'm sure. Last minute Christmas gift, or uh, or something new for um for 2023, perhaps. Uh, also, Dark Myth Comics has concluded negotiations with artist Carlos Rivera to pick up drawing duties for American Smash issues number 7 through to issue number 12, which are written by David K. Montoya. So that's pretty huge news as well, that we're going to get um, a, uh, a number of uh, American Smash comic books coming out soon uh, with the very talented Carlos uh, Rivera... Um, inking the um the uh the panels so uh so very cool congratulations david on uh being able to negotiate that and congratulations uh carlos welcome to the team that's very cool super cool news then over to the jzo modcast network there's talks about alan russo and david k montoya returning behind the mic to create brand new episodes of grindhouse sleaze so for those of you who are fans of the Grindhouse Sleaze podcast, super exciting news, podcast uh, coming in the new year. So there'll be more episodes of Grindhouse Sleaze for all of us to enjoy. Mythmart is still having its December sale. Uh, everything must go. So make sure that you jump on to, um, to the website mythmart.com. Uh, and also, I think there's an app that you can use as well. Um, so yeah, check that out. Check out the bargains. Some great t-shirts. Um, great stories. Um, fantastic stuff. Lo- lots and lots. Loads and loads that uh, that you can get in order to uh, to help support the Dark Myth um, Publishing Company uh, with all these wonderful, amazing projects that uh, that they've got going on. Then from Steph, uh, got a little bit from uh, from her. Where are we? Okay. Ah, here we go. So, Steph said that she's currently in California at the moment. Uh, until April. Um, oh, I don't know if I was meant to mention that. That's right. She said, you can mention that I will be taking over as CEO of the Jzomon Dark Myth Company. And will also remain as Editor-in-Chief. Yeah, so that's... So forget what I said about California, um, but uh, remember, try and remember in the back of your mind that Steph's taking on the role of um, CEO of the company, but she will remain as editor in chief. So uh, those of us that are regularly sending um, poems, artwork, um, stories, flash. Uh, that still was going to uh, to Steph to the same email address as we usually submit to, uh, and then she will actually go through and um, and pick the uh, the pieces that will be appearing in the uh, the next magazines, and that will be ongoing. Um, so submitting uh, submissions will open soon for January uh, for twenty twenty three, the the first magazine for twenty twenty three. Uh, and then I suspect that will be ongoing through to um, all the months through to December. Uh, so keep up the amazing work, Steph. Taking on more 
and more and more uh, for the uh, the joy and the love of uh, Dark Myth Company. So uh, so well done. Um, also, Walter. Esselman will be taking over as chair of the board of directors. Uh, Gary Falls will be chief financial officer. Jai Bailey will be taking over the um, open contract challenge. Uh, and Josh, I was meant to ask Dave Josh's last name. So sorry, Josh, big apologies. Um, and I think his role is chief business officer. Um Yes, so uh, that's the the news on um, how the company will move forward from January 2023. Uh, Also, the holiday sale for um, the World of Myth Bits. No, sorry, that's the podcast. The holiday sale for um, Myth Mart. Yes, that's kicking off the 26th of December. Um, But unfortunately, the calendars have been cancelled due to our outside distributor uh, and their poor scheduling. The calendars still are not ready, so we have cancelled and we'll go with a different printer next year. Yep, that's cool. That looks like it's pretty much it for um, what we had for housekeeping. Um, Very cool. And then uh, just on to the main theme of uh, of this episode, the um, looking at series and series books and series that we're enjoying. Uh, so starting off with you girls, one of the things I know that we're reading at the moment is that Ella Diaries is like a great Australian series. What do we think of Ella Diaries? We're pretty fine to the books at the moment. We are. We've uh, we've read lots and loads and loads of them, haven't we? Yeah. And uh, uh, Ella's. Pretty cool. She's in primary school, isn't she? Yeah. And it's all the dramas of primary school. Um, yeah. Then she's got an ex-best friend who's like her nemesis in, uh, what was it, Princess... Peach Parker. Peach Parker. Precious, Prince- Precious Princess Peach Parker. Uh, and her uh, her mates, Puni and Jade. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we've got all Ella's friends... Uh, and her circle of um, second best friends. Um, well, and her best friend, what's her name again? Zoe. Zoe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Zoe. Yep. Um, yeah, and they, they have great adventures together and there's always a theme. And yeah, it's a really good and series. Also another series where Ella's off to college. Yes. Uh, Ella at Eden. Yes. Yes, so we've been reading those as well um, as they come out, which are kind of cool. So it's sort of... Transferring between primary school and college. Yeah. With yep. Whatever book we're reading, we're pretty far into the Eden series as well, aren't we? We are. We've read a number of those. Yep. yep. Uh, and Ella's still got Zoe. They've both gone to the same college together. Yep. But then she's got other new friends, and uh, and Saskia is like Saskia. the almost the nemesis. Um, she's the Eden version of Princess Peach Parker. Yeah, pretty close. Yeah, isn't she? Yeah. And then you've got a series that you love reading at the moment as well, or a couple of series. You okay. uh, you uh, are especially enjoying, um, is it Aaron Blair Blair? Blaby? Blaby? Um, he does the bad guys. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, you love the bad guys. I think they're up to, what is it, number 14 now? 13, 14, I think we've read 13. Is it 14? I think Wasn't it might be 14. 15? Didn't we see 15 I at the bookshop? I think we saw 15 at a bookshop that we went to. Could yeah. be. I might have to look into that. The, um, the library where I work is a great source of, um, of books like that. Because uh, as a graphic novel, you tend to... 16. Oh, it's 16 already? Yeah. Oh, wow. Is that out now? I don't know. Is that... That's, that's what we saw at the bookshop. That's what we saw okay. at the bookshop. Yeah. Ah, all right. A bat. I don't know if we've seen... What's 15? <laughs> um... Yeah, interesting. Something I have to look into. But I'm, I'm finding rather than buying them for you, borrowing them from the library is a better idea, isn't it? Because um, what yeah. tends to happen... I reckon we've seen 15, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. So you're up to 16 now? Yeah. Ah. So. Okay, I'll have to keep my eye out for that one. Uh, and the other one that you're really enjoying, that we're really enjoying reading together, is Mr. Bambuckle. I thought... Oh, oh no, yeah. Yeah, I know him. So I don't. Nanny Piggins. I was about to say I thought that finished, but now there's like a new series kind of thing. Yeah, I think so. Canteen Carol. Oh yes, (laughs) Canteen Carol. Yes, yep. Uh, And Nanny Piggins. We have been reading some um, Nanny Piggins and Friday Barnes uh, short stories, haven't we? So we might get into uh, into that as a series. It's a pig, and she looks after kids. She's a pig who's a nanny. Yeah, just like Nanny Poppins. And Except then, not quite, because she loves to eat cake. And yeah, she, tells, she, she reads stories. Like, no, she 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 tells stories. She Doesn't tells stories. Book. Yep. Or yep. like nursery rhyme she type tells, things. She tells kid uh, sort of. She tells yeah. the kids, uh, kids stories like Rapunzel and Cinderella and stuff. But she changes it up. Like the main like, character is a pig. Yeah. And yeah. it's her cousin. And it's her or relative. Her yeah. sister. Or... Like a boy character or a girl character, but they switch genders. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's very cool. Very cleverly done. Definitely. Um, some of the um, series that I've tried to introduce you to are things like The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe, isn't it? The Narnia series. Mm, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> But Aslan the Lion and the White Witch and... Mm. I don't think you've tried to introduce it to us. I reckon I've... Re- I tried to read them to you years and years ago, but I think you guys were too young. We were like, mm, mate, that's boring. Yeah, I was... Because <laughs> we were like five-year-olds. I've got... Um, I've given your um, cousin Matilda, I've given her the first book, but when she's done, I might get the first book back off her uh, and see... She's if... like seven, isn't she? Yeah. I reckon I started reading them when I was seven. Isn't or eight. she like writing stories already? Yeah, she's um, <laughs> she's got a um, a poem actually coming out in the December edition of uh, the World of Myth, which I'm super excited about, called "My Christmas Poem" by Tilly Crook, <laughs> which is really cool. I'm I'm very proud of it. I think um, super excited, and I know that her mum and dad are too, uh, and I know that she is uh, especially excited too. And um, yeah, when she came over the other day, and I said, "Oh, Tilly, what are you doing?" She goes, "I'm writing a story." Yeah, I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, it's a Minecraft story. Yeah, yeah. she likes to re- to read stories a lot, but she likes to create and uh, and to write her own stories too. Yeah, yeah. which is really cool. 
Very cool. I know, um, Boo, you've written like a, a story or two. And I know, Nen, you've got uh, on the laptop. I only got like half way through one and I only wrote an introduction of the other. Yeah. No, I've... I've. It's a good read, start, though. I've wrote a... Um, remember the bear story that I wrote at school? Yeah. The, put um, it into the, the story show. based on Goldilocks and then you won a prize, didn't you? Yeah, I won first. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Blue Ribbon. Mm-hmm. Nicely done. Well, I wanted to, uh, to have a, a sort of a chat about some of the, the series that I have enjoyed reading through um, my time as a reader. So, you girls might get a bit bored with this because uh, a lot of this stuff is probably uh, beyond you at the moment and it may not even be of interest to you because a lot of it is uh, like fantasy, different fantasy series and that sort of thing. Yeah. So, starting from the top, I was having a, a bit of a chat a bit of a conversation with um, with Dave, uh, Mr. David K. Montoya. And <laughs> he likes saying his name. Yes. Oh, it just rolls off the tongue. I think it's a pretty awesome name. So, um, yeah, so we sort of chatted about the Narnia series. Um, so I started reading that when I was in primary school. Somebody introduced me to um, the, the Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. Were and you then, a friend? Uh, I reckon I might have been a teacher teacher i'm pretty sure it might have been a teacher i reckon i was nine or ten when i started reading it or maybe earlier maybe eight um and after that i found in the uh, school library at saint joseph school i found the earthsea series and that started off with the wizard of earthsea which is by a lady with a strange name Leguin, Le, Le oh. I think Dad, Her... that's being a bully it's not being a bully you don't you have say, a look don't hang say on that someone has a strange name let me that's mean uh, a uh, a name with an interesting spelling let's put it that way good job so hang on that's better just quickly google our wizard of look at the dancing pig that Earth I just caught on Pokemon Go nice very cool. Grumpig. Here we go. Wizard of Earthsea. $15 for a book. Bye. That's actually kind of cheap if you look at that one bookstore. Ursula K. Le Guin. Le Guin. And that's, there's a whole series. Where are we? Earthsea series. The Earthsea Cycle, the Earthsea Cycle, also known as Earthsea, is a series of high fantasy written by American writer Ursula K. Le Guin, beginning with Wizard of Earthsea, The Tomes of Atuan, and The Farthest Shore. Wow, Mm. I didn't realise that. They were, like, A Wizard of Earthsea came out, was first published in 1968. When were you born? I was born in 1979. So about 11 years before I was born, the first book was first published. Mm. And then all three of them were published before I was even born. Then there was Tehuan, Tehuanu in 1990, uh, and the Tales from Earthsea and Other Wind. 
both in 2001. Yeah, that's kind of cool. But I loved that series. Like, absolutely loved that series. It was amazing. Just the the fantasy, but the um, the fact that um, the main character, the wizard, wasn't this all-powerful man. Um, he learnt lessons, and he had a good heart, and he was uh, just a a good person who stood up for those that could not stand up for themselves. He was, yeah, Jed, Jed Sparrowhawk was his, um, his name was the, the main character. And, um, yeah, he influenced a lot of my, um, early, like good, good characters. Um, he had some flaws but he didn't have, didn't seem to have a lot of flaws. Um, and yeah, he was just a really interesting character in an interesting world. Just the, um, the tapestry. Um, yeah, just an amazing, amazing series that, uh, in my primary school years was, I found highly entertaining. Um, then there's, uh, a whole bunch of stuff that I vaguely remember through the mid eighties. Uh, books and TV shows. There was a, a really cool TV show with um, these, I reckon they were knights, but they were versing aliens or s- some sort of space creatures. Yeah, I can't remember. It was um, it was a really cool TV show um, that I, yeah, I really, really enjoyed watching. I reckon uh, me and my brother... Josh both watched it, but I was more interested in it. Um, also, there was a, a cool... Um, all these different fantasy and science fiction-y sort of series that the Peggy Bennett, the local librarian, uh, recommended to me. She loved recommending books to, uh, to young readers. Is that Peggy? That was the Peggy. Library. Yes. Yep. Um... And yeah, there's a a great, um, I reckon there was a book called Dicing with Dragons, which I thought was going to be fantasy and ended up being science fiction. Um, And then there was one uh, which is based on um, uh, the um, Arabic mythology. Yeah, fascinating, fascinating reading. really enjoyed like growing up with books wasn't really all that interested in um in television shows that much uh where and when i could where uh my brother and his mates were mostly out um on the basketball court or playing cricket or football or that sort of thing i was the one that was crawled up um under the covers with a torch reading the latest book that i'd got from the library or something i'd got from my birthday Something I'd yeah yeah something I got from for my birthday or uh, or Christmas or that sort of thing. You could guarantee if you got me a book, I was going to be happy. And then uh, in my um my high school years, in my my teenage years, I discovered the Dragonlance Chronicles, um, and got into uh, to that sort of the Dungeons and Dragons, the the book series, the fantasy series that were based on Dungeons and Dragons even before I realised that there was a game called Dungeons & Dragons. 
So, um, yeah, that was cool. Uh, sort of uh, the epic fantasy type stuff. Um, Is everything based off a book? Not everything's based off a book, no. And quite uh, quite often, um, these days, you'll find that the movie will be made first and then they will write a book based on the movie. Mm, mm. But um, for... Um, like, more often than not, in the... Um, like, in my early days, the, you would find that the, um, the book would come first um, and that the... Um, you were waiting a long, long time before they the uh, before they thought to to make a movie. Mm. Um, my cousin's been a great influence on uh, what I was reading uh, through my teen years. Um, a nod to to, to Jochen for uh, recommending to me a series by a man named Tad Williams. A fascinating fantasy series called Memory, Sorrow, and Thorn. Um, and the first book in that series, I remember, was The Dragonbone Chair. And there was, it was a three-book um, series, which the third book was broken into two. So it was um, part one and part two, and both of them were quite thick. So I don't know why Tad Williams ended up doing that, but it was an uh, incredible, fascinating series. Mostly because, for me, the way that he did his elves. It was a fantasy series and he didn't call his elves elves. He called them Sivy. Sivy? Sivy? Um, and um, the bad elves, the evil elves, the, like the, um, the dark elves were uh, called... I reckon it was called... They were called the Nord. And... Uh, Funnily enough, they came from uh, from the Northlands, but um, I uh, I remember two things about that series: the way that the um, the city were portrayed as thinking alienly, like the 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 humans or the common people um, just couldn't understand and couldn't comprehend these uh these creatures they were too um different to uh to what the normal people were like and uh the way the magical element of that the um the way that the um the writer uh portrayed that was to me was absolutely fascinating and i think it was to my cousin as well um uh, and also his mate that recommended it to him as well um yeah, the um, yeah, the the way that the city and the the Nord the Nord were were evil, uh, and that sort of um, evil was evil, and I mean that that was uh, that was all well and good, but the uh, the city were truly what sort of caught me and and drew me in and uh, and kept me going, especially, yeah, it was a very cool series. And the other thing I loved about this one about Memory, Sorrow, and Thorn was the prophecy. There was a great fantasy prophecy and I think um, there's there was a great prophecy there was a great um, a great game as well uh, as well that uh, that sort of featured uh, that the city played that was one of the key ways that it was explained how far beyond the common person their their thinking was and how alien 
how uh, how unlike anything that um, that the commoners of, of the world sort of could comprehend, could understand, and could come up with. It was um, yeah, fascinating. The game, the prophecy, also the way that he used the prophecy, because a lot of uh, of fantasy writers were there's your prophecy, and that's how the good guys are going to overcome evil. Um, that's pretty standard for uh, for a fantasy novel. Uh, for a fantasy series, um, but Tad Williams actually took the prophecy and uh, and changed it. Um, yeah, it wasn't um, as straightforward as that. Yeah, and it was it wasn't revealed straight away either. It was uh, yeah, very cool, very 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 well done. So memory thorn, memory sorrow and thorn is certainly a series that's sort of stuck in my head, uh, and I love seeing. Uh, I love discovering that uh, that Tad Williams is still alive and well, um, and uh, and still producing books years and years later uh, from that series. Like he's he's sort of reinventing that series. So I can't wait to sort of get my uh, my teeth stuck back into um, into that world. I think will be pretty cool. And then. Um, I uh, stumbled across David Eddings. David Eddings is very classic, uh, classic fantasy. Um, there's a um, cool, uh, cool series, um, or a couple of cool series that uh, that he's done um, that I've really loved immensely. Um, Raymond E. Feist. Uh, I actually met Raymond E. Feist at another library, at the Mount Barker Library one night. Um, fascinating man. Uh, massive massive fantasy series the magician series and he managed to um mash together the concept the basic concepts of fantasy and science fiction and he is one of the first and only authors that I've come across that has managed to do that and do it successfully like seriously successfully and then I wanted to mention uh, as well um, the author of uh, Graceling. That's a great, se- uh, great story. I'm not sure what particular series that belongs to. Ah, Seven Kingdoms? Yes, the Seven Kingdoms series by Kristen... Where are we? Kristen, Kristen, come on, Google. There we go. Cashore. Uh, so uh, Kristen Cashore's um, written another series as well, I think. But this is the one that I really got into. Graceling, um, Fire, uh, Bitter Blue. Um, and I think she's got another book out now. And the more novels that she's creating, the more adult the themes seem to be becoming but uh, what I loved about this series was um, the very cool um, way that she's sort of she's taken the typical factors the typical pieces of the fantasy puzzle and she's put them together her own way and then she's pulled the puzzle apart and for the sequel 
she's rearranged those same pieces in such a way that um, there's still similar sort of themes and linkages and that sort of thing, but it's a completely, like each book seems to be a complete separate book itself. You don't have to read them in any particular order, but if you do, suddenly um, different... um, yeah, things sort of pop into your head and you're like, ah, 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 which, uh, which I found was really cool, definitely. Um, also, I wanted to, um, to tip my hat to uh, another South Australian author, Joel Shepard. He did Sasha. I reckon Sasha's the name of the first book in a series that he wrote. He's written some sci-fi stuff as well. But this was like a uh, a fantasy um, series that he he uh, he's written, and um, what's cool for me is I actually uh, I actually dug up his uh, his email address and got in contact with him, and he sort of gave me some advice early on when I was writing my first novel. Um, he uh, yeah sort of pointed me in uh, in some directions I should go and uh, and sort of. Uh, have a look at and that sort of thing. So, um, a big thank you to uh, to Joel very much uh, for the uh, the inspiration, uh, for the guidance. Um, he was one of my uh, my first um, guides on the uh, the road to uh, to getting published and getting stories and poetry and things published. There have been many others along the way, and uh, I'm incredibly grateful to uh, to Jim, to uh, to Stephen to um to Callum to uh Dave and uh, and Steph and uh to to everybody that uh, that has been helpful um getting me to where I am uh and I'm very much looking forward to 2023 and beyond and seeing where else this writing journey can take me um very very excited um yeah so uh Hoping that uh, that everybody has had a wonderful, uh, joyous, merry Christmas. Um, hopefully, your twenty twenty two hasn't been as uh, nearly chaotic as uh, as ours has. Um, and hopefully, twenty twenty three will prove to be a calmer, um, more settled. Uh, more joyous, more successful year. What uh, What are you girls up to in 2023? I think... I'm in year 10. You're going into year 10, senior school. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you are um, year 8, aren't you, young lady? Yeah. Yeah, which should be pretty cool. Getting into uh, Japanese, hopefully. No, German. German. She's doing German. German. Nine for Japanese. <laughs> it's all about the German. Yeah. Yeah. That's a sehr gut. And um, your brother is actually going into uh, the big, year, big year, year isn't 12, he? Year right? 12. The, uh, the very important one. And then hopefully on to hey, uni. Are you saying we're not important? No, I'm saying that you're, uh, you're very important as well. Uh, but year 12 is a big, big year. Mm-hmm. If you don't pass, you fail school. It sort of sets you up for uh, for what's coming next. 
and uh, hopefully um, it'll be a, um, a pathway to university for him and for, uh, for further study. I think he's looking at getting into uh, advertising and advertiser, um, advertisement management. I, I thought think. he was talking about stocks. Stocks. What? Stocks. He wants to be a... Um... I don't know. That's yeah. what I thought he was into. I'm not sure. I don't know. He's got a lot going on. He'll know, right? Well, hopefully. Hopefully. Um, so... Yes. So we've, uh, mm. we've got um, a few issues rounding out the year with uh here locally we've got the um the floods rising haven't we yeah and cost crazy cost of living uh, one of our playgrounds got shut off yes there's uh there's lots going on at the moment um the uh we are a uh, a riverside town aren't we mm-hmm. and lots of the um the reserves where you can uh, access the river um, for fishing and boating and uh, and the such, they've all now been closed off as well, haven't they? Yep. So it's yeah. It's so you very... go near the river, you get fined. You do, you do, you get into a lot of trouble. Yep. So um, you won't mind that because that means avoiding pelicans. Yep. What? Yeah. Wow. Pelicans are scary. Pelicans are scary. Yeah, that should be your bumper sticker, I reckon. <laughs> <clears throat> When she gets a car. Yes. Yep. Bumper sticker. Yeah, I can't drive yet. No, next year. Yep. Yeah, that's super scary. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Wow. Yes. Scarier than pelicans. Oh, yeah, reckon, I'll run over the pelicans. I reckon on part. <laughs> run all the pelicans over. Don't run over the pelicans. <laughs> well, if they get in my way, then I want to move. That's not nice. Toot your horn and make sure no, that they fly then, out then of the way. Come after me, so if I you run reckon? them over, then they can't come after me because they're dead. They're not magpies. They don't swoop. Well, they no, do they fly eat you at alive. you. Yeah, they, they eat you alive. You. They eat you alive. Yeah. No, they don't. Swallow you no, in their do. big, big bill. Yeah. They, they can make their, their spine go yeah. like on, on their beak and you can see their spine. They can. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's lots weird about pelicans. Yeah. Just like there's lots weird about the platypus. No, platypus are good. But they are evil. You know they've got poison they... spikes. Yeah. No, that's platypus. Platypus don't the, have spikes. No, sorry, not spikes. They've got a, a poisonous spur. What's a spur? So what they've got is they've got feet. Mm. And then um, their back feet, I think it is, has a hook at the back, which they can use to stab enemies. And it's poisonous. Oh my god. What the hell? Yeah, yep. No, they're pretty freaky creatures. What the hell? Definitely, definitely. They're they're so innocent, like, not anymore. They're also like a mammal and a fish and um a reptile and every kind of animal yeah. all in one. But they're the only mammal that lays eggs. No, sorry. The um, platypus and the echidna are the only two mammals. They're, what are they called? Ma, Marsupials. Mon, mon, are they monotrome? Monotone? I don't know. They've got um, some weird M word. Monotone. Which means that they're... That's a mythical creature. Min, minotaur. Minotaur is a mythical yeah, creature. Yeah, that's a half, half horse, half man thing, isn't it? 
No. In English, we had to do things on mythical creatures. That's a centaur. Mythical In English, you're learning about mythical creatures, are you? No, not anymore. That was... What mythical creatures did you learn about? Marsupials? Um, what? They're not mythical, they're (laughs) real. (laughs) They're weird, but they're real. (laughs) This is the kangaroo that can fly. (laughs) So what mythical creatures did you learn about? Um, I forgot. Dragons? Unicorns. Um, there was like... I threw a new chicken Nice. There was like um, a bunch of things that you could pick from, like Minotaur and Siren. And, ah. Um, what? However you pronounce it, it's like Basilisk or something. Basil- basilisk. Yeah. Yeah. The basil Basilisk is cool. Basilisk is um the lizard that when you look at it, it turns you to stone. No, that's Medusa. No, Medusa is one of the Gorgons. And she has hair like snakes. Yes. Yeah. And when they, when you look at them, they turn you to stone as well. Who does? Medusa. Medusa. I thought Is Medusa, Medusa a lady? Was a lady. Yeah, Medusa was a lady, and her and hair she was used snakes. They them pronoun. <laughs> no, the so snakes. You, you said when they look at you, they yeah. turn you to stone. The hair, the snakes that are the hair. Are the hair male? Transgender people don't use they them pronouns. That's non-binary. Oh. Okay. Right. okay. I don't understand the news. Yep. The and the cockatrice? <laughs> Do you know about the cockatrice? Oh, wait. Was that a... No, I don't think that was... A... The cockatrice is... I don't think that was an option to from, do. From the egg of a, um, a rooster and a snake. It I... produces a bird that I when did... it looks at you, it turns you to stone. I did... Um... <laughs> wow. <laughs> You might have been a cockatrice in a previous life. Yeah. <laughs> no, Dad, I'm a duck. Oh, is that a duck? Is that? Yeah. Okay, an angry duck. Yeah. Okay. Um, I did griffin. Oh, cool. Um. I like the griffin. What else did I do? Have you heard of the hippogriff? Wait, that's, that's a cross between a griffin and a horse, find, which is unusual enemy. because the griffin and the horse are bitter enemies. What's a horse? Wait. <laughs> Hang on. What's a horse? <laughs> <laughs> Nay. Hey. What's, the, what's the other thing? What's the other thing? A griffin. What's that? Griffin is a um, Wait, mythical creature. Wait, it's a Harry Potter thing. It's a Harry Potter house. Gryffindor. Gryffindor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Griffin, Griffin is um, a is part lion, part eagle. Ah. Oh. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. Right. So yeah, you found it. Ah. I did, I did Griffin. We were supposed to write on. Um, Facts about it, but I didn't yeah. get enough time. Okay, cool. Yeah. But you found a picture so, of a griffin? Yeah, I got. I did griffin. Yep. Um, we had to do... Oh, you had a few. We had to do um, ah, two mythical creatures and two uh, gods, I think. Oh, Cerebus, Cerebus, I think I forgot to add the... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the, 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 it's the three-headed dog which guards um, hell. In Greek mythology, it's like the um, Hades pet. Hades dog. pet, yes. Very yep. wholesome. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Fire dog. Yeah. 
Why not? Um, <laughs> and then these were my gods. Okay. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce yeah. it. I think it's like Demeter or something. She's yeah. the goddess of um, like farms, harvest and fertility. Yeah, cool. And then God there's of Aphrodite, farms. which Aphrodite. is the god of like love and stuff. Yes, correct. Ah. And they're both from Greek uh, mythology? Yeah. Greek, Greek mythology, yeah. mythology and... Um, is it, there's a griffin from Greek mythology? Yeah. Yeah. I think the griffin features in like lots and lots of different mythologies. Yeah, but um, Miss Cookle gave us options to do like um, unicorn and... Yeah, all that. Yeah, cool. Okay, all right. Well, that sounds awesome. Um, one last thing I want to do before signing off uh, for episode 203 is I just wanted to cheekily... Is the last one of the year? Um, I don't know. It might be. I reckon it's the way that the timing works. I reckon this will come out around Christmas and then I'll probably I record... <laughs> Um, the next one will, I'll probably record, um, just before New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah. But I reckon it will come out New Year's Day or early, uh, so that'll be episode 204, I reckon will come out. And then next year will it start again or will it keep going? It'll keep going. Keep going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Whoa. All the Stop. way. Yep. And we'll see how many I can do. Yeah. Yep. Um, but just wanted to cheekily give a quick shout out to another podcast, the uh, Kairon Kai, uh, if you're interested in ghost stories. Um, I did promise Linda uh, that I would give her a, uh, a quick mention. So um, make sure that you check that out. Great Japanese ghost stories. Uh, she does a great job. Um, usually they're about poor, maybe between five and 20 minutes a pop. Uh, and each one is just one story. So uh, if you like horror, you like ghost stories, and you love Japanese culture, make sure that you check that out. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Hope you've had an amazing, wonderful Christmas. Um, and um, yeah, you'll hear from us in the next year. Okay, bye for now. See ya. Good.